Uh, I've been working uh, for a number of years in cardiac rehabilitation psychology, and I've noticed that people who couldn't um, openly express their emotions and were, were um, that they that became a block to their treatment and 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 their, and their ability to go through uh, rehabilitation programs, but also they would tend to emotionally eat. So I've done a couple of studies prior to this current one, which showed that yes, that if you if you aren't able to um, exp- express certain emotions, that you're more likely to to literally swallow your emotions and and go to comfort eating as almost a defensive or compulsive behaviour. Now, um, emotional eating is by its definition kind of bad because you're you're doing something rather than face up to an emotion. You're eating. I'm guessing you tend to eat the wrong kind of food as well. Yeah, people tend to eat high fat, high sugar foods. And the biological explanation would be that this, this thing called the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis dampens your stress response. In other words, it becomes compulsive because it becomes addictive. The brain wants food again to, to calm yourself in that situation. And food becomes paired with calming yourself rather than going to talk to a friend. It's easy to understand emotional eating in the context of an adult. But in terms of a child, how can a parent push their child down this route? Uh, children learn, I think, in their family that the certain emotions which uh, each given family does not like to express, um, such as anger, sadness, fear, depending on the context of the, each different family. But parents who are more authoritarian, um, who who, are more, who like dictate and don't aren't responsive to children's needs, those people are more likely to to grow up and to be emotional eaters, and more likely to almost dissociate certain emotions from themselves, such as I'm not an angry person, I never get angry. That means that maybe something in the past resulted in the child learning it was bad to be angry, and if they were angry, maybe they were punished or shouted at. Now, the dinner table can be quite an emotional place if children decide they don't like something or they don't want to eat something. And sometimes maybe a parent can become a little bit authoritative there, saying you're not leaving the table until you eat a vegetable X that you say you hate. Could parents be doing a lot more harm than good by being so strict? Well, I suppose it's it, it, parents who are responsive to children's emotional needs, um, they they're, they're more, they have demands of the child, but they're very emotionally responsive and warm. It's the ones who are very demanding and controlling, but haven't got the, 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 the kind of emotional response and warmth to the child. That means the child can't self-regulate themselves. They aren't being calmed and soothed and cared for by the adult. So it's more about how caring and responsive emotionally that the parent is, which is more important. And there's always going to be family rows about certain types of foods. But yes, some parents will be, will be more punishing in, in, in that regard, which makes the child kind of pull in towards themselves and, and that they, they stop expressing many behaviours and emotions, going to a compulsive or repetitive behaviour to calm themselves. OK, mum and dad, uh, who is better in that scenario? Well, in general, mums win in this, uh, but, you know, that's a cultural thing. But maybe in 10 years' time, the study will show that both, both are equal. But, yeah, if you have an authoritative, a mother who's warm, responsive emotionally to you and has certain expectations, those children, boys and girls, tend to do better. One really interesting thing is that, you know, if you have a father who's more, let's like, say, and permissive, that's quite protective for some girls. So you, might have a, you, need, you need to have the authoritative mother rather than autocratic, which is demanding, controlling, and no emotional responsivity. Uh, but if your dad is nice and warm and, you know, whatever you eat is grand and um, I, I'm here for, for a couple or a chat any time. So that kind of high response, responsivity and, and warmth, but not having huge demands. But if the mother has the other structural bit, that works out fine and can actually be a buffer to, to girls later on in life. And how much of an influence is modern parenting in all of this, that perhaps children don't have the, the meal structures, they don't have the opportunity to sit down and talk to their parents now, perhaps as we would have done when we were younger, is that going to be something that is bottling up a problem for the future? 
But I think so. It might, it might be compulsive um, video gaming. It might be compulsive looking at your iPhone um, rather than looking in the eyes of the person and, and looking into the, to the loving face of a mother and father who, who's emotionally responsive, who when you look upset or you look confused, that they, they can say, well, what's, what's wrong, Johnny? You know, tell, me, tell me what happened today. You don't look as happy as you were yesterday after PE. And so something gets missing there. You're looking at a screen rather than looking at, at a, a face. Which, and we're born with mirror neurons in our brains to actually immediately elicit a caregiving response when we see, we see a child in distress. So if we aren't facing each other, we're not going to get that information. And we'll also forget how to talk about emotions and feelings and get your own needs met.